0: Hey, what's going on? My name's Coach Lee Hopkins. My pronouns are he, him, his, and you're listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to helping you replace harmful patterns with new possibilities. In each episode, we'll explore topics that inspire you to be yourself, live your truth, and make lasting friendships. On this episode, we're going to talk about how our friends aren't the problem, but their actions are. I'm talking about setting new boundaries with an old friend. Are you ready? Let's go. As you grow older, you evolve, you change, you grow, and this is a natural part of life. You should grow, and so should your friendships. You are going to have experiences that were okay in the past, that were even fun and interesting and exciting, but things won't always be that way. They're not supposed to. Things change, you grow. But what if things have changed for you and not for them? Now you have to set a new expectation it can be difficult. What if you and your friend are growing together and you both share the same new experience in which they deeply enjoyed and you never want to have again? What do you do? What if your friend did something to hurt you deeply, but they hadn't noticed how deeply it hurt you? These are things that happen in relationships and friendships when we are growing. And we start noticing new things about ourselves, things that we didn't like before. And we try new things and have new experiences. But that doesn't mean that we should lose a friend over it. That doesn't mean that we're justified in hurting someone because we feel sad or we feel disrespected. We want to keep that connection. We want to keep that friendship. What do you do? What do you say? Because, hey, friends, you're not the problem. Your actions are. I like you as a person, but this particular event, this particular experience is not what I want. And I never want to have that again. I want to make sure that I tell it to you in a way that's not going to ruin my connection with you. In this episode, I'm going to share five tips to help you clearly communicate your feelings to your friend. Step one, cool down, chill Out, relax, all those at once, as much as you can, as hard as you can, as fast as you can. (laughs) Take a day or two to sort out how you feel and exactly what action was the problem. Sort out, do some journaling, write it out, think about it, meditate on it, whatever it is, you wanna be able to pinpoint the specific action and how it made you feel. Because that is what you're going to share with your friend. You don't want to just say, hey, I felt such and such and be unclear about it. Nope. You want to be as clear, and as concise as possible. Let's say we're dealing with ex-boyfriends and ex-girlfriends and your friend starts dating your ex-boyfriend or starts hanging out with your ex-boyfriend. Rather, they bring them to a party. Sort out how that makes you feel. Don't just jump to conclusions. Think about it. Relax. Calm down. Chill. Think about exactly how it makes you feel and what exactly was the problem. Number two, highlight the action and not the friend. Your friend brought your ex-boyfriend to a party. That's the scenario. You wanna be gentle with their feelings and keep them as a friend. Oh, don't don't hate, don't hate. I said it, I'll say it again. You wanna be gentle with their feelings and keep them as a friend. Be sure to communicate that it's not the friend that you dislike, it's the action that you dislike. Use statements that will call out the action separately from the friend. Something like, when you invited my ex-boyfriend to the party, I felt mad. You talk about the action up front and you talk about how you feel. Make sure you talk about the action, not the friend. Number three, it would help to highlight the action first. And I want to make sure you highlight the action first because they're going to focus on the first thing you say. You want to impress upon them that they are not the problem, but their actions are the problem. So hearing how you're angry first might immediately put them into an offensive mode. Saying something like, I felt mad when you blah, blah, blah. You invited my ex to the party. I felt mad about that. Stressing and focusing on that might be the first thing that they hear. I'm mad. Next, number four, no judgment. Avoid judgment statements like you're a jerk, you're thoughtless, because it identifies the friend instead of the action. That statement screams to your friend that you are someone that I don't like, rather than you are someone whose actions that I don't like. I like you. I don't like what you did because at the end of the day, the reason why no judgment is really important is because you can't change the person, but you can change the action. The behavior and the actions can change. So we want to make sure we're able to separate those two so that we can call out what is possible to change. No judgment. Number five, don't negate their point of view. Avoid talking down on their point about their actions because statements like, you never think about my feelings can be off-putting. Your friend may have had a perfectly sound reason for their actions, it's just not apparent to you. So negating their view can feel like a judgment and it'll place them in a defense or protective mode. If you do this, you'll have a more difficult time getting your point across because they're already feeling attacked and they don't wanna listen to anything else you say. With these five tips, number one, cool down. Number two, highlight the action, not the friend. Number three, highlight the action first. Number four, no judgment. And number five, don't negate their point of view. With these five tips, you are going to be able to help set a new boundary. A new boundary is about, is talking about specific actions that you would like to see in the future. So when you had a boundary crossed, these five tips are going to help you figure out exactly what you're feeling to put it in a way that you can express to your friend without trying to tell them that they're a bad person. It's all about changing the behavior, it's focusing specifically on the behavior that you want to see change and how you want to see change. Focusing specifically on how the behavior has impacted you. And your friend hopefully will be able to hear everything about how they may have hurt you and be willing and open to make a behavioral change. Or you may have to negotiate what happens. But these five tips are going to give you the space, the tools, to help you facilitate that conversation quicker and more intentionally. I'll be right back with the answer Reddit friendship advice question. This week's Reddit friendship advice question is called needing space from best friend. I am a 28 28-year-old female who has a best friend who is 28-year-old, who is also a 28-year-old female. We've been friends since I was 12 years old. I just wanted to know if it's normal that I want space from her. Is it normal to have a best friend who you don't want to spend more time with? I broke up with my boyfriend last week because it was a toxic relationship. He wasn't respectful and didn't understand no means no. Anyways, She, her boyfriend, and family have been really rude to me ever since. One time, her sisters and herself accused me of needing help for getting closure about my boyfriend or ex-boyfriend five years ago. While I was trying to explain to them that I was crying because I'm still processing my emotions of breaking up with my most recent boyfriend within the last 24 hours. And that I also experienced panic attacks because of unfair work conditions. My ex of five years ago wasn't even relevant to the conversation. So it's really weird. They're accusing me of being stuck in the past when I explained to them that I literally broke up with my recent boyfriend. That that's why I was crying. Not because of trauma I couldn't get over. And yeah, I have anxiety and panic attacks, but I'm seeking help for it. I have a psychologist and I have an appointment tomorrow. So... I spent hours trying to explain that I wasn't crazy. It was so bizarre. Then today, I spoke to her over the phone, agreeing with her about how work sucks. Then she and her boyfriend started attacking me, saying that I don't know how the corporate world works and that I'm overcomplicating things, which is so strange because I was just agreeing with her about work. It does suck. Yeah, it's a simple matter of finding other work if you don't like it, but they were treating me like I was stupid. They were all being very gaslighty and toxic. I understand people are different. Am I going crazy because they were never this aggressive before? I'm not sure how to deal with this situation. Is it understandable that I want some space? Or should I talk to them about this? Redditor, to answer your question right off the top, is it normal to need space from your best friend? Absolutely, it is. It's normal to need space from everybody because everybody gets on your damn nerves at one point in time. Now seriously, it's good to recharge from other people. Whether they're getting on your nerves or whether they're giving you so much joy, you need to take some time to spend alone. And that's what I mean. So yes, it is natural to reach a point in which you want to have some space from anyone, everyone. It's normal to do it. It's healthy. Be alone for a moment. But the issue at hand is not necessarily whether you want to be away from your friend. It's more of like how they're treating you and how to change the situation. What's going on with your friend and you that this new relationship has evolved where the dynamic is you are always being attacked. You're being attacked and you're being hurt and your once cool friend or your once best friend doesn't seem like you understand each other anymore you can connect with each other anymore. So I would like say congratulations on being friends for as long as you have been because a lot of people don't make it to that kind of that that point but as you grow together as you grow and you experience new things there's a chance that you can discover that what once held you together as friends before is not the same thing that's going to hold you as friends together now that's always a risk when making friendships and connection with anyone because we can all change we can all discover something new we can all decide we want something different and it has nothing to do with our friend. It has everything to do with us and I'm sharing that with you because there may be something that your friend is experiencing that you're unaware of that is shifting her into a different direction. There may be something that you're experiencing that you're not quite aware of that is shifting you in a different direction. But it's important To figure out exactly what it is so that you can communicate that with the other person. So you can share that with your friend. There are a couple of things in your post that make me curious about the dynamic of your relationship with them. Because it seems that, of course, this post is written from your point of view. Of course. And I don't expect you to be able to reach inside their head. And share with me what they're thinking. But I would hope that I could get some more clarity about what's happening. It seems really like there has to be some point in time. Or point in which your friendship changes and adjusts. Because what I hear, what I read here is that everything is suddenly different. I think that it's not that everything is suddenly different. It's just that you're starting to notice how different things are. Things have been changing for a while and you may not have noticed them. And I'm pointing this out not because I'm trying to be mean. I'm trying to point the blame at you or something like that. But I'm sharing it with you because it's a part of your awareness to know that things have changed in some way and being able to identify those things will help you get a grasp on what has changed so that you may change or you can identify and adjust with it. What I would ask you to do is when I'm looking at this post, I guess one example is, You say, one time her sisters and herself accused me of needing help for getting closure about my my ex five years ago. While I was trying to explain to them that I was crying because I'm still processing my emotions of breaking up with the most recent boyfriend. Okay, here is where I get a bit confused and a bit curious as well. I'm curious about what happened in that conversation. If you can recall that conversation and get detailed down to it, why would they pull out conversation about your ex of five years ago when you are currently talking about your boyfriend? Did something happen in that conversation? Did something happen before then? Did something happen the day before when you talked about your ex, about your ex, if you talked about your ex or something like that? Where has the notion of Bringing your ex into the conversation, come. Now, I'm asking you to reflect on this in a state of calm consciousness. Just be calm as possible. Maybe write out as much as you can in a notebook, a journal. Write out as much as you can about what has happened. Because believe it or not, In heightened emotional states, we miss things. We miss them. Something may have been said, something may have been done, and we missed it. We just know, oops, well, they said something. I don't know why they said that, but I know I didn't say what I said, or I didn't know, I didn't do, but you may have. In their version of the story, you may have done something completely different that you didn't even log, that you were unconscious of. But if you take some time to dig through that unconsciousness and pull that up, you'll be able to find what it is that you're looking for. You'll be able to find that answer to why did they bring that up? What was important about that? You also said that you suffer panic attacks and how unsupportive your friends are. Have they always, your best friend, have they always been unsupportive of you in talking about your relationships? Because it seems like they have been Unsupportive um, I want to help you find clarity in what you are looking for in your friendships. I know that you asked specifically for you know what to do uh should you need is it understandable that you want space of course, but uh to talk to them about this i would like you to get more clarity on what you want to talk about specifically what it is that you want to talk about like do you want to tell them how toxic they are to you i don't think that's going to go over well do you want to repair your relationship in some way do you want your friend to be more supportive well if you do can you tell them what that looks like for you can you tell that what that looks like for you in specific situations like When I'm crying over my boyfriend, I'd like you to comfort me in this way. Whatever the way is, be specific as possible. Sit down and listen to me, hold me, bring me ice cream. Whatever it is you want to be specific as possible. Because if you're waiting for them to treat you like you want to be treated, if you're not paying attention yourself, you'll never know. They won't know either. And you'll be stuck in this kind of relationship where you're not getting what you want. So what is it that you want to talk about? I want you to understand. I want you to focus. I want you to know that. What is it that you want to change about this relationship? What do you hope that the conversation will do for your relationship? Be as specific as possible. And then I think you should have a conversation. All right, Redditor, thank you so much for posting. I know you didn't ask me to answer the question, but I did. And I hope that this gives you some insight that you can use. Best of luck. Take care. My name is Coach Lee Hopkins, and you have been listening to the Patterns of Possibility podcast. You can find me at patternsofpossibility.com and on all social media at Patterns of Possibility. And as always, I want to encourage you to be yourself, live your truth, and there you'll make lasting friendships.